This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Groomer Humor. First and foremost, we want to thank our producer Mark Winter and Pet Life Radio for giving us the opportunity. And as always, we want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Guys, with the AKC currently recognizing 195 different breeds, our options of picking out a breed that is right for us is so plentiful. In this episode, we're going to be talking about some of the factors to consider when choosing a dog. All that and our funny comment segment in this episode of Groomer Humor. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Groomer Humor. Guys, as always, we are your hosts. I'm Rudy V, along with Anthony Ray. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. And uh, this episode's real important, guys, because uh, the stuff that's happening nowadays with, uh, you know, possibly picking the wrong breed for yourself it can be tragic right anthony yeah yeah that's uh people probably like pick a favorite breed when they're very young where they just kind of grow up liking a specific breed and then when they get older and they can buy their own dog it's like well that's what i'm getting and it's like you don't really you have no idea what you might be getting yourself into right you know and you know we're fortunate because you know we can actually see the dog and see what kind of breed we want to pick unfortunately when we have children of our own like i would have never picked your breed anthony if i knew <laughs> you know yeah I mean? well i require a lot of grooming <laughs> you know uh you know, you're I, big. I, yeah i stink a lot you know, <laughs> you know. I, I right. probably would have you know the good thing about me is you don't need a lot of space i like to, <laughs> i'm i'm kind of like I'm very not active, non-active breed. Right. You're yeah. the type that lays on the couch a lot and just right. kind of. <laughs> like I'm like that dog from the movie Funny Farm, Yellow Dog. <laughs> exactly uh, the one who gets his tail burnt. That. Yeah, yeah, the one who the dog is. I don't know if any of you guys uh, saw that movie. It's a Chevy Chase movie, hilarious. But yeah, they get this dog. First, they buy an Irish Setter. Which makes sense because they live on this beautiful little farmhouse and the the dog just runs away as soon as they get it home. Um, Just runs. That's an Irish setter. They'll just run and run and run. And then, yeah, so they try to go the other way with it and get a lazy dog. And the other, the next dog that they get is so lazy that at one point in the movie, his tail goes in the fireplace and it's, and the tip of it is on fire and the dog doesn't care (laughs) that that's how lazy the dog is. He's just like, whatever. 
and uh, it's so funny. But yeah, that's the kind of dog I am. Yeah, like you, just sort of like you you're know. yellow dog. Yeah, I'm yellow dog. Big, fat, stinks a little. Well, then you know what? I guess you are the breed that I would have picked because uh, you know I like a calm dog. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not an Irish setter. Most of my friends are Irish setters. Yeah, yeah. But and, most uh, of your friends are Irish, actually. So it's, mm. it fits. Yeah, yeah. They're all athletes, and I'm a little behind when we're, anytime we are doing something active with my shorts falling down because I have too much stuff in my pockets. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's <All right>. me. <laughs> okay. With that being said, guys. <laughs> with, with, slight detour. Slight detour. <laughs> no, but if it, if it's the show. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, let's get into this, guys. So, again, AKC recognizing 195 breeds. That's not including the mixed breed. So, uh, when picking a dog, guys, you know, I guess there's like this itinerary that we're supposed to follow. Uh, you know, basically, uh, you know, you want to go with, you know, temperament, the size of dog, their grooming needs, whether you want a male or a female. Do you want a puppy or an adult? Some dogs have inherent issues. And again, just the mixed breed, but let, you know, let's take it from the top. And you know what? I don't know that these are really listed in order. I would tend to forgetting all of that, right? You know me, dude, I'm more about like, what's the energy? What's the vibe I'm feeling when I see a dog, right? So the whole show could be negated really based on how you feel when you see a dog. Because sometimes you just know, hey, man, I love this dog. I want this dog regardless of anything, right? Sure. They pick us. Yeah. So I think number one is how do you feel? You know, well, what's your vibe when you first meet a dog? If, and it, it, this is granted you're in the market for a dog, which uh, is something to consider if you guys are looking for a dog. So if you're looking for a dog, definitely, you know, read up, do a little reading. But based on temperament, let's take temperament right off the bat. Like, all right, so you, you meet the dog and, it, you know, it really depends on you. Do you want that real active dog? You know, do you want the dog that's just running around, that's the alpha puppy in the group, that's just biting all the other dogs and won't leave the other dogs alone? And, and you know, you got the uh, the runt of the litter, Anthony, laying in the corner that just <laughs> wants to eat and, and be left alone. So what do you want? Are you an active person? You know, I think that temperament should be based on what are you like? What's your activity? Are you the type of person that likes to go hiking a lot and be out there and and, uh, just, you know, doing crazy stuff and you want to include your dog, um, then, you know, you might want to pick a breed that's conducive with that. You know, like, again, we always mention like golden doodles even boxers, they're just active dogs, golden retrievers, your, your standard poodles, you know, as opposed to some of your lap dogs, you know, your Shih Tzus and, and your Bichons, if you want to, you know, a, a dog that's just going to kind of hang with you, you know, so. Pugs, pugs, pugs. Big, uh, they do what you're doing. Yeah, like that's a great example because, like you know, if you if you're somebody that's into like these huge walking hikes and everything, you know, pug might not be the best breed for you. You know, nah. they're smaller. You know, they struggle to breathe. Sometime, you can't go on a real long hike with a pug, especially in the summertime. You know, but you know, if you have this big giant golden doodle that's just gonna be striding and taking long steps with you and running with you, and I saw a guy the other day was riding his bike. And he had a puppy golden doodle, and the dog was just like outrunning the bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a doodle. 
you know, and loving it. Like his tongue was hanging out the side of his mouth. (laughs) The dog would rather die than stop running. You know, it's just, just running and running. And so, (laughs) you know, temperament, what are they like? Are they an aggressive dog? You know, do you want a dog that's a little bit more, has a little more aggression to it? Maybe you're choosing a dog as a guard dog, as protection. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like shepherds, shepherds. Shepherds are good for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> guys, I'm sure anybody who's been listening remembers uh, the shepherd Luna that I used to live with. She was the sweetest shepherd in the world. Still is. And uh, But you wouldn't know that from walking by the house. If you, when you walked by the house, she would bark and yeah. bark. And it seemed she looked so aggressive. <laughs> But all she wants to do is come out and play with you. Yeah. She's but, really sweet, but that's why shepherds make such good guard dogs. And you have some shepherds that are actually vicious. So it's like, you know, okay, yeah. now you're just, you're, you're really mad. Get away from my house. Right. Right. You know, you, you know, you want the dog that's, the, you know, a lot less aggressive. Like, you know, your labs, like, you know, labs are not really real aggressive, although there are some aggressive labs, but you, know, you want that friendly dog that's great with kids and not that shepherds aren't great with kids because shepherds are phenomenal with kids. But again, we're, you know, we're just talking about inherent like temperament of certain dogs. Like for example, you probably wouldn't want to get like a chihuahua if you have small children, you know, they mm. can be very nippy. Chihuahuas are small. Everything scares them. They're they're kind of like a nervous breed. And now you have a little three year old reaching out, grabbing the tail. You know, the kids getting you know snapped at or you know or bitten. You know. Yeah, so, that's that's gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> if you have a chihuahua, <laughs> I've been bit. Not just that I've been bit. I've been betrayed by <laughs> by chihuahuas in what the a past. Word. Yeah, and here's the I love chihuahuas. They're really, really funny, yeah. and like they're a really interesting and fun dog to have. But mm-hmm. I've been betrayed by a chihuahua or two in my life. Chihuahuas remind me of Jack Russells sometimes, yeah. where they'll go from licking your face and showing you all this affection to biting you in the cheek. Right, and it's like you're not gonna have to go to the hospital or anything from a chihuahua bite. But it's just like, dude, what? I thought we were friends. <laughs> like, what happened? I thought we were thought friends. We're, yeah, you betrayed me. Right. You know. Right. Chihuahuas can go zero to 60 in, yeah. Yeah, in four seconds. So, mm-hmm. all right. So temperament, you know, what kind of dog are you looking for? What kind of temperament are you looking for? And let's get into size and the size of the dog. I mean, it, like, man, this is a big factor, guys. Like, for, you know, for example, like, you know, you don't want to get a St. Bernard in your studio apartment as much as you may not want your chihuahua on your 10 acres of land. You know, he might get picked off by a by an eagle or something, you know, it happens. It really does guys, believe it or not. So, you know, the size of your dog really, really matters. You know, do you have space? Do you have a backyard? Do you have a dog that likes to run? For example, your Irish setters, your labs, your goldens, you know, these dogs love to run around, you know, in particular, your, um, you know, your mixed breeds or your border collies. Oh God. You know, if you're going to have a border collie, you need a yard, you know, or, a nice park or something nearby that you could bring your dog to because a, a border collie, I mean, these are your frisbee catchers, guys. These are your dogs that just want to run, 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 even your standard poodles. So again, size of dog is real, real important. If you're a big dog person, even if you do live in a smaller apartment or house, just understand that, you know, if you got a big dog, you're going to need a little bit more space. And depending on the individual breed's activity, you need a little bit more space. Or, you know, again, if you have the lap dog that's kind of laid back and, uh, you know, your Shih Tzus and you don't need a whole lot of space, you know, they generally like to run around the house and stuff like that. 
So yeah. size is always size is the biggest thing for me. I mean, obviously temperament is super important, but I usually whenever I think of a dog, I guess it's because of all the dogs that we do here at the shop. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so used to the struggle of mm. lifting a large dog, um, sure. you know, making space for a large dog. Our cages are awesome because they have those separators where they, um, our cages sort of have the sliding door thing that makes a single cage into a into a cage that's about four times the size of it just mm-hmm. by sliding this door out. Just, I don't know, maybe I'm just a small dog guy, but um, yeah, big dogs are just like, I, I don't know, like there's some, especially when you think about it in like the later years where the dog yeah. kind of struggled, like, do you have stairs in your house? Because right. as the dog it, gets you know, older, right, you know, get ready to be carrying your huge yeah. dog up yeah. and down the stairs. If the dog is, you know, can't really you know, gets bad knees, yeah. <laughs> you know, and like it's, uh, and also keep in mind that that cute little, you know, 15 pound puppy golden doodle, you know, within six months is going to be, you know, 75 pounds. And, and, you know, uh, six months after that, it's going to be, you know, 90 pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that cute little puppy that you're looking at because you're buying with your heart and not your mind is going to be a big dog. So size is real important. Read up what kind of dog you want, what size dog you want. Do you have the space? Do you have the means to handle a bigger dog or a smaller dog for that matter? So, yeah, size is real important. Yeah, um, and even your even mm-hmm. your small breeds... You know, watch out for the diet because, I mean, I had a pug. Pugs are a small breed, and he was kind of chubby, and he was heavy. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so it, it's kind of like, like you. you know. Yeah, exactly. He was just like his dad. So, Thank like, you. you know, yeah, you got to – it's, I don't know, dogs get heavy. And, again, this is probably just coming from a – because I'm a dog groomer where I have to lift dogs all day, every day of my life. But, uh, yeah, just I guess, like, dogs get heavy. And it's really yeah. – it's always so relieving when it's like, oh, this dog is light. I could pick this dog up with one hand. You know, mm. it's like most dogs you got to pick up with the scoop technique. Yeah. I should do yeah. a video on that because it's a really <laughs> safe way to lift your dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, think you, I think you invented that lift. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's a scoop lift. It's really safe. It doesn't put any pressure on the belly. Anthony scoop lift. Yeah. And yeah, that's my name now. Buy the book. It's just one page. Just shows Mm -hmm. you how to scoop. That's it. Done. That's it. Scoop lift. Yep. 10 bucks. Nine. nine, nine. All right. So this next issue is one that's, you know, near and dear to us is grooming needs. Guys, please. We can't stress this one enough. Because we see so many people buying dogs or rescuing dogs that require so much grooming and now you can't get the dog groomed. So please, guys, if you don't have some grooming skills of your own, don't buy a dog that requires a lot of grooming. We can't stress this enough. We've mentioned it in our in our other podcasts, other episodes rather, and we, we've mentioned it on our YouTube channel. Please, guys, if you don't have some grooming skill... Please don't go out and buy an old English sheepdog. (laughs) Old English. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And if you are going to buy a dog or rescue a dog that requires grooming, have the means to have that dog groomed. You know what I mean? You have to secure a good dog groomer. You just do. Like when I say secure, I mean it. Like you have to secure a good dog groomer. No different than you'd secure a good electrician or a dentist or, you know, a doctor. I'm sorry. It's important. And securing part of how you secure is by 
making advanced appointments and getting the dog started early, trying to use the same groomer. Sometimes groomers go out of business or whatever. So you, you're handled before us, but like lock in a groomer, yeah. meet somebody. And when you like what you hear, you know, and uh, what was it that like four months, you don't want to go beyond four months without, uh, yeah, wanna... without at least having your puppy meet your groomer and kind of get an introduction yeah. to grooming you... and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. You want to because... bring your puppy into the grooming shop as early as possible, even sooner than four months, yeah. you know, a, a little meet and greet at three months and then like, you know, maybe a quick little brush out and, and stuff like that. And then at four months, you know, get them in for their first grooming start early. Yeah. Yeah. Try not to be because so, some people will get like, you know, whatever these huge standard poodles and they'll get them groomed twice a year or once yeah. a year. And it's like, not, that's not a good thing because in that time in between your appointments, if your groomer ends up booking another standard poodle or another huge golden doodle or whatever, and those people are going to come back and make advanced appointments, well, they're not going to have time for you. And groomers don't have to do your dog. Remember that, you know, and it's not me trying to sound like a jerk or anything. It's just a fact that like, sometimes not every groomer has the means of doing your dog. So if you're not that customer who's keeping up with the groomings, you know, you might mm -hmm. not, it's going to have, an, you're going to have an even harder time finding right. a yeah. groomer. And if you are that customer that's going to go out and buy a, you know, high maintenance dog, like a standard poodle that does the, you know, the twice a year grooming, you need some grooming skills at home, you know, because, you know, every six months or every three months, every four months on a standard poodle, you know, you're still going to need the ears being cleaned, stuff like that. So again, if you do end up getting a high maintenance dog, grooming maintenance dog, then you really should have some grooming skills. And, um, you know, if you don't, there are plenty of breeds that don't require a whole lot of grooming. For example, a pug or a pit bull or a boxer or a border collie. I mean, these guys have some coat, but it's a lot less than, say, you know, an, uh, an old English sheepdog or a labradoodle or golden doodle or a, a Bichon. You know, if you like a fluffy type dog with an easier coat, you know, you might want to opt for like a Westie. If you really don't want to put much time into grooming, get, you know, God, please rescue a pit bull. Just, just, you know, rescue a pit bull. Yeah. So real, real important guys. Grooming needs, uh, to be honest with you, I think that should be number two. Uh, heck with three, that should be number two. It, that's real important, you know, especially I, now with, so. with groomers being inundated with clients. So yeah, because if you're going to have a high maintenance dog, be prepared to have a high maintenance dog. Mm -hmm. you, you have to, yep. it's expensive and time consuming. Yep. And this isn't us saying, don't go out, don't buy a golden doodle. No, golden doodles need homes too. But if you don't have the means of taking care of one, then what did you get the golden doodle for? Because it's yeah. cute? No, you right. have to make sure you're giving that, what does it's cute mean if the dog is struggling because it can't see yeah. and has knots and mats all over its body because you can't afford to get it groomed or, or you don't know how to even do it yourself at all yeah. so you have yeah, to be just, prepared for stuff like that right so i think you know purpose of the show is really just balance your emotions with your intellect here you know what i mean that this is what we need to do when we're looking for a, a dog um, another thing is you know do you want a male or a female you know um, it's just a big deciding factor, you know, it just, do you want a male? Sometimes males, you know, a little bit more aggressive and, 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 uh, you know, they can be a little bit more active than some of the females, not to say that there aren't aggressive female dogs and very active female dogs, but again, it's your preference. 
What do you want to do? Do you want that male? Do you want the female? And either or, we always recommend, you know, having your dog neutered or spayed anyway. But again, you're going to see some personality difference between the male and the female dog. So, uh, you know, definitely that's important too. Yeah, usually I recommend female. If I'm ever talking to like my friends. I love female dogs too. I, yeah, just, I they're, they're usually... You have to, you know, obviously, again, it always sounds like it's like, don't go buy a male dog. It's like, no, 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 that's not what I mean. I just mean yeah. like, you know, usually yeah. my advice, if uh, if any of my friends ask me, you know, what should I go after? My advice is usually, yeah, you probably go for a female, try to get a female yeah. low maintenance dog. That's usually sure. my uh, locked and loaded advice for anybody. Okay. Another thing is you want a puppy or an adult. You got that, you know, that option too. You know, you want a, a lot of responsibility comes with both. Are you buying a puppy? Because if you are, you know, get ready, man. You know, housebreaking, teething, chewing, training, teaching. The, the puppies are a very, very long, you know, drive there, guys. Just a little bit harder to, to raise a puppy than it is if you wanted to go out and get an adult dog that may be housebroken already and, um, you know, just needs a home. So what do you want to do, puppy or adult, you know? Puppy, that, well, I guess it depends, too, on, you know, a puppy is going to be a lot of work regardless. In a rescue, you might not have a lot of work, maybe. Sure. Yeah. Or you're dealing with whatever <laughs> the hell happened to that poor dog <laughs> right. before it got to you. So it could be it could be worse one way. Could be, you don't know. But, right. Uh, it has yeah. its own issues, for right. sure. Right, it has its own issues. Right. A lot of, more, a lot of people are rescuing yes. now, nowadays. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So there's another choice there. And another, another thing we got to talk about is health issues. Some dogs guys are just inherent. They have inherent health issues. So again, it's so important when picking out a dog that you do your research. Uh, definitely there's, again, there's 195 breeds out there right now that, and there's going to be more that grows. They're just going to, you know, have other breeds, uh, jump on board as well. But, uh, some of these breeds have inherent health issues. Uh, of course, like we always mention, your Cavalier Spaniels, they're notorious for having really, you know, heart problems, weak hearts. As sweet as they are, it's one of the one of the problems that they have. Uh, no different than, say, your labs. Your labs generally have hip problems, especially like your larger males. They always develop pretty bad cases of hip dysplasia where, you know, Anthony mentioned earlier, you know, are you carrying around this 80-pound dog now as it gets older with bad hips or a cocker spaniel that's notorious for ear infections, you know? Again, guys, just check out their health issues, their inherent health issues on certain breeds. It's real important because, uh, you know, if you do have a cocker spaniel, you're probably going to, you know, have a lot of vet visits because of ear infections and things like that. Yeah, that's probably going to be the health stuff is going to be the most overlooked by everybody, because when you're looking at a puppy, anything, <laughs> all you're seeing is how beautiful and cute that puppy is. It's almost impossible to think, oh, look at this puppy cavalier going to have a, you know, could have a bad heart one day. <laughs> like right. it's, you're not thinking of it. That's, it's such an easy thing to overlook is the health issues of, right. you know, potentially for each dog, you know, you're going to look at, at a French bulldog and you're a French bulldog puppy and you're not thinking of, oh, they might have breathing problems. Right. It's like, no, you're looking at how adorable the French bulldog puppy is, whose temperament is awesome because it's a puppy and it's just all over you and loving you. And, you yeah. know, so yeah, the health thing, very easy to overlook. Sure. Um, 
And uh, you, you should think of that hard. Uh, believe me, I understand. Yeah. So ultimately, guys, we're always here. We recommend rescuing dogs because there's just so many dogs out there that need a home. But uh, let's not exclude the beautiful mixed breed in all of this. Usually, guys, uh, when you get into the mixed breeds, you generally have a much healthier dog, depending on what they're mixed with. But mixed breeds generally have, you know, stronger immune systems, and they really do carry the best traits of whatever breed is in them. So, uh, you know, don't exclude your mixed breeds, guys. A lot of mixed breeds out there, and they're so unique, too. So we recommend a you know low maintenance rescue mixed breed if you guys are looking for a dog in your life but for more info guys you can go to akc go to marketplace.akc.org forward slash meet m-e-e-t to learn more about you know breed traits and history if you want to do some research or just go uh, go and get yourself an akc book and read up before you uh, you purchase any dog So, uh, yeah, with that being said, guys, we're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to do our funny comment segment. So, Dad, I got a question for you. What's that, Ant? What was your reaction when you heard that Ben & Jerry's was branching out into doggy desserts? Ant, when I found out that Ben & Jerry's was now for dogs, I ran to the freezer and pulled out a pint of peanut butter world. I ate it so fast I gave myself a brain freeze. (laughs) I had a very similar reaction, actually, except uh, I went with the Cherry Garcia. Oh, I love that flavor. Yeah, that's the classic flavor, the Cherry Garcia. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Guys, with so many clients walking through our door looking for a good, tasty treat for their dogs, we were so glad to let them know that Ben & Jerry's had a treat for them yeah there's a lot of treats out there that have tried to jump on the doggy train and rely on gimmicks and quick sales and ben and jerry's has really put a lot of focus on quality ingredients and some great flavors that's uh, i think finally gonna allow your dog to feel what we feel when eating ben and jerry's absolutely in fact guys we chose 10 of our customers here at the grooming shop and gave them samples of both the rosy flavored and the paunch flavored to see which flavor their dogs would prefer yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, expectedly, the results were quite decisive when all 10 of them said their dogs quickly consumed both. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, one of my favorite memories of eating Ben & Jerry's was devouring multiple pints of cookie dough while binge-watching Breaking Bad. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> uh, you want to know what one of mine was? My fondest memory was eating a couple pints of the old Chunky Monkey for no reason at all. <laughs> Just because it's delicious, and it was because it was called Chunky Monkey. Who doesn't want to know what that tastes like (laughs) so one thing's for sure there's going to be a lot of happy dogs out there so what we want you guys to do is check out both doggy flavors at benjerry.com that's b-e-n-j-e-r-r-y.com you could also check out all the caniners at the ben jerry's vermont office at benjerry.com again that's b-e-n-j-e-r-r-y.com let's talk pets let's talk pets on pet life radio pet life radio PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. We are your hosts as always. I am Anthony Ray, hanging out with my dad, Rudy B. And we're just talking about dogs as usual. Talking about uh, different reasons and 
to not get a dog or to get a dog, certain breeds specifically, you know, high maintenance, be prepared to have a high maintenance dog, low maintenance, could have health issues, all that stuff. But yeah, not much of a summary because we covered a lot. But um, yeah. <laughs> well, 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 then yeah. let's just get into our funny yeah, comments. We have a funny, sum up. We have a, yeah, we have a funny <laughs> comment. I just wanted to get to that part as quickly as possible because I usually I usually jot down some notes to help summarize when we come back from uh, from break. But uh, I didn't have much to say for the first half of the show and uh, I didn't take any notes. So I already forgot everything you said uh, in the first half of the show. Uh, I love our dynamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The funny thing now, now anybody who's listening to this episode is going to go back to, and th- they'll be able to tell now in every episode when I took notes in the first half and when I didn't. And this is definitely, <laughs> a, I, I didn't, yeah. but yeah. you know what? It's hard to sometimes, sometimes I'm j- I, I just like in, enjoying the conversation. Yeah. I'm not quick You're enough to like, yeah, I'm not quick enough to look back and go, Oh, that was a good point. He just said, let me write that. So I could say that again after the break. I think by this time, you know, our listeners know us, so. We're not going to lie to anybody, you know, we're, yeah, we're just, and that, you know, they that's, figured that's us out true. a long time that's ago. That's true. Right. And like at, by this point in the episode, <laughs> they're either going, all right, these guys suck and they're not <laughs> even here. And like the people, those people aren't even here anymore. Right. And the people right. who are still here, yeah. they love us already. So they're, yeah. they're not going to let me not taking notes, you know, yeah. oh, he didn't summarize <laughs> yeah. uh, the episode. Uh, so I'm done with these guys. Or, no, they're not, or, that's not going to happen. Or halfway through, you know, you got the listener that's going, all right, these guys are just talking out of their ass. They're, they're, yeah. they're boring me. So, you know, these guys are stupid. <laughs> these guys are stupid. Yeah. So, anyway, let's get to this funny comment segment, yeah. guys. I'm a professional. We love this one. This was so funny. We had to interact with this lady. But anyway, she writes, My dog is so dumb. <laughs> I love him. But when I call his name, he runs the other way. And when I ignore him, he jumps all over me and doesn't leave me alone. What the F? Please help me. He also barks at nothing there. (laughs) (laughs) Barks at nothing there. (laughs) So, you know, when we read that, it was just like just the image of this dog driving this girl crazy. It's hysterical. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and then, so we reached out to her, we, we asked her, we, you know, not being able to help her at all because we can't help her. We said, what kind of dog is it? And she said it was a Gordon setter mix. <laughs> yeah. So Google, yeah. you have to, anybody doesn't know what that dog looks like, Google it. And then you, you hear that story and you could kind of, and then when you could put a face to the breed, you could kind of see it. Yeah. Cause they're goofy looking. Yeah. They're like, they're goofy <laughs> they're really and cute, goofy. Right. And if you've ever met a setter, because they kind of look like Irish setters. Yeah. Um, but like if you've ever met one, you can see how goofy and high strung and fun, like, you know, funny that they yeah. are. And so then you hear this story that the dog's just driving this poor lady nuts. And then you see that. the picture. It's great. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. The dog doesn't know his name yeah. or he does yeah. and doesn't. And, and he's maybe he's doing it on purpose. I, yeah. I love how she says, I love him. But, you yeah. know, I, I call his name and he runs the other way. The and other then way. when she ignores him, she, he won't leave yeah. her alone. Right. <laughs> she, That's, this, you know what? She's driving. It's, he's driving her nuts. He's driving her nuts. That sounds like both my cats. Yeah. That dog is acting like a cat. You call them and they, they show you their butt and they I, walk into the other room. I like that. You know, he barks at nothing there. Yeah. Right. You it's know? well said. He barks uh, at nothing there. Just too funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, uh, we get that a lot at the shop. Sure. The yeah. dogs just start barking. Just it's like, bark. what, are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Just give, give me a headache, and, and there's nothing happening. Because I can. <laughs> yeah, right. Just because I can. Some dogs know how ear-piercing their barks can be. <laughs> well, thanks so much for stopping by, guys. As always, we'd like to thank our producer, Mark Winter. Thank you so much, Mark. If you haven't already, head on over to our YouTube channel. It's called Grooming by Rudy. That's Grooming by Rudy on YouTube.com. Leave a comment, like, share, and subscribe. We want to hear from all you guys. You could also like Grooming by Rudy on Facebook. Follow Grooming by Rudy on Instagram and Twitter. It has been an absolute pleasure as always. Until next time, take care of yourselves and your pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.